Hello and welcome to season two, episode 30 of Our Small Holding Life, warts and all. Um, it's uh, half past nine, um, Thursday night. I'm just sat out here in the garden because it's cooler out here than it is indoors, even though I try to keep the house cool all day and it does stay cool most of the day, but this sort of time of the evening it's noticeably warmer indoors than it is out <laughs> and uh, the sun is just setting it's very low in the sky now it's a big oh, across the hedge line I can just see an orange glow all across the top of the hedge so the sun has uh, gone down and we've got the the remnants of the glow um had a funny little breeze just now come all the way through I thought oh uh, but uh, I thought maybe rain. I think we just seem to be hanging on and hanging on every day. It's like I said, you know, there's a matter of just hang on, just hang on. There'll be rain eventually. There'll be rain eventually. <laughs> Whether there will or not, who knows? Oh, well, we forecast um, rain next week, thundery showers and stuff. I do hope so because uh, <laughs> this has been long and arduous, I can tell you. Um, most of the day I did uh, publish this morning and then I did uh, lots of cleaning, rush around, did cleaning, got my hair cut. Then my sister Kate called in um, and my brother-in-law because we went, we went about an hour and 15 minutes away last night on a journey and then we got on a train, on a steam train and went somewhere. And then we came all the way home and we just almost got back and my brother-in-law said, oh gosh, I think I've left my phone behind. And um, <laughs> and uh, there was a photograph we'd taken of everybody sat on the wall and there, lo and behold, on the wall of the last stop we made was his phone right next to him. And so they drove all the way back there this morning and found the phone on the wall, just still sat there. So that was lucky because uh, he's had his phone... Uh, and that number for probably 26 years, I think he said, and it's got all his business contacts on there, all the telephone numbers that he doesn't have in his head, all on his phone. So that was lucky that he managed to find his phone. And then they drove all the way back again and stopped him for a cup of tea on the way back just to say we got the phone. So that was good. And then um, they left, and then I thought, well, I'll just have a quick sit down. And then Shelley and the children turned up, and Sam and the children turned up, so... Um, that was that afternoon. We sort of spent most of the, an hour or so indoors, and then eventually we came out. And um, um, Samantha took uh, no, Shelley went off with Mia to the shake shop, and uh, I bought them all a you know a cold uh, shake drink, uh, cold milkshake to enjoy. Sat out here where the um, the shade had come round by then into. In, this bit. Oh, sorry, that's a dog that I don't recognise parking somewhere. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was mostly what our day was, and then basically just waiting for it to cool down enough to get outside and actually sit in it or do something. And I uh, didn't do a lot. I filled up the bird bath because the robin was sat tweeting at me. Could you please fill it up so I can have a uh, a bath in the in the water, which I filled up, and he duly dived straight in there and had his little bird bath and then um i had some there was a good an online deal of some alstroemeria plants good size plug plants um so i'd ordered them and they came and uh 
I got those planted up this evening and uh, when it was, it was about, I think I started doing that about quarter to nine because uh, that's when it was cool enough to plant them and um, water them in and then put some uh, mulch on the top. I'm just walking into the garden. It's, it's dark, but um, just as the sun was going down and still causing uh, an orange glow one side on the opposite side, the moon is coming up and that is orange too. And it is huge and it is beautiful tonight. Absolutely glorious. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, but I can hear, I just came into the garden bit because I can hear wild animals out here. That's a dog you can hear as well, but I can hear um, something out here in the paddock calling. They'll probably hear me crunching away through the dead grass and leaves. Can't hear it now, I can just hear a motorbike. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. What a beautiful evening. It's, um, I don't know, have you ever seen those paintings that people do where they've got, uh, they've got the glow in the background and then, and then the trees and that all black at the front, you know, and that's what I can see. I can see black outline of the hedges and the trees and a beautiful orange glow behind that and a very dark, scar starry sky. And it's actually um, the Perseids peak on Saturday, the meteor shower. So uh might even get a chance to see some shooting stars, if I'm lucky. Stay out here long enough. Um, on occasions, we have been known to have, you know, people come around and we sit out here. And usually it's actually cold, usually freezing, <laughs> even in the summer. But um, uh, this year, it's... Uh, it's going to be warm. I'm still, I'm still out in my shorts and t-shirt. It's warm. It's warm. Um, what I was going to say is, yeah, on my uh, uh, memories, three years ago, um, one of the things that came up this morning was absolute torrential rain. Oh, three years ago. That's not happening at the minute. I do hope we're going to get some next week. Um, please. And like I said, we just. I just feel like I'm just stumbling from day to day thinking one more day one more day one more day <laughs> and we will get some rain but uh it's looking dire really um not a lot we can do that's that's the thing so yeah whatever that was i could hear is gone now but uh yeah what a lovely lovely evening Good morning, Saturday morning, um, 8.15. Um, I've already been running around like an idiot. It's already getting hot. Um, <laughs> it's just become a pattern of day of the day, every day at the minute. Um, each day, I'm just thinking, just hang on, hang on, the rain will come, the rain will come. Uh, I mean, it must be terrifying in countries where starvation <clears throat> is uh is on the cards if you you know if the rains don't come because obviously we think well we won't starve here it, and you know and the rain that's not coming is although it's causing problems um at the minute it's not a dire situation you know it, it is problematic but it's not a dire situation even though some days it feels like it is uh it's not you know and in the bigger picture it's definitely definitely not um 
However, it doesn't make my day any easier, especially coupled with the fact that I can't get outside in the sun. And if I could get outside, it would be fine. But I can't, um, you know, I'm rushing around in the morning thinking, right, I'll do this, 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 this and this. And, I, you know, I have to prioritise what I'm going to get done. And I, I feel like I'm getting just the, the priority jobs done and nothing else um, because I just can't get out there. Uh, you know, so I'm not doing any cutting back. I'm not doing any feeding because I'm literally spending all my hours in the morning watering, um, either watering or sorting out the eggs or, uh, you know, d just getting the washing on to put out because all of those have to be done uh, before it gets too hot for me. So um, it's an issue and I, you know, I am going around thinking, oh, I really need to do that. I really need to do that in the garden, but I, c I just can't. Um, coupled with the weather, you know, that makes it doubly difficult at the minute. Um, on the cards this morning, well, yesterday, actually, I talked about yesterday. So yesterday I got out and I did everything I could outside. Um, and uh, then I... I spent most of the day, um, most of the, into the early afternoon, making up um, buttonholes and hair slides with dried flowers for ready for the wedding. So I've got all the buttonholes done. The hair slides have done, uh, and there's a little one on to go on for a hairband for Lucy. That's done. Um, next, I'll go on to making up the bouquets and the t and the uh, table flowers. And then eventually I've got two um, large arrangements to make that will go in front of the stairway uh, in the venue and then they will move to in front of the table when we sit down. Um, but um, thank goodness it's all uh, dried flowers which I've been drying all along because, um, uh, yeah, I think I would panic. I don't think I could do it as, f uh, uh, you know, a wedding, you know, not without the training because... Um, you need to be able to time it perfectly. <laughs> the dry flowers are fine and they're looking amazing, to be fair. They look absolutely stunning. Uh, so I'm quite pleased so far. So yeah, I spent, I did that. And then um, Samantha dropped George off uh, mid-afternoon. So they had to go and have a look at the wedding, uh, go to the wedding venue for a meeting. So we had George for a, a couple of hours. And then in the evening, um, I'm trying to think what we did. I'd, I really, I, I know I should have gone out and done some watering and things, but it's just so hot and muggy and um, just, I don't know, I just felt really tired and I thought, I just can't, I can't. It's better off if I rest and get up in the morning and then get on, which is what I did. Um, so I just rested, went to bed fairly early, came out and had a look at the nice full moon and just had a glance up in the sky to see if I could see any uh, meteorites, uh, you know, the sh meteor shower, but um, it wasn't quite dark enough. So and I thought I'm too tired to wait, <laughs> so I won't. Um, so I went to bed so, and to get up early this morning. So that's what I did. Been up early this morning, uh, mostly straight out to water pots and things because they are um, um, struggling. Everything's struggling. <laughs> it's like, oh. I watched uh, Gardener's World last night. I thought, look at all those people with their lovely flowers everywhere. They're just like, looks very lush and abundant. And mine doesn't, but I guess it was probably filmed. Some of it was filmed a while back. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, out this morning, uh, just making, feeding everything. Uh, John's done the chickens. He's shot off now to get some feed. Um, 
I've been, it doesn't sound like I do much, but I've been scorting about here, there and everywhere, just tidying bits and pieces up, getting the rubbish sort of put out, getting the, you know, the compost stuff in actually to the compost bin because it often sits by the back door and I think I've got to move all that. And a, a, bit, a bowl full of peelings, which I took to the rabbits and gave them out. And then I, oh, I picked some cucumbers and some courgettes and then any cucumbers that don't look great, I've just um, fed to the quail who love the, they're loving the cucumbers. Um, the quail, the guinea pigs, the turkeys had some, um, the tortoises, obviously the rabbit and then some to the chickens as well. So they're all loving that. Yeah, um, just all sorts of silly little jobs, thinking I must get do that, do that, do that, do that. Um, all outside so that before it gets too hot, before I can't do any of it. And I'm just sitting down, taking a breather. When John comes back, I'm going to pop out to um, the local gar- one of the local garden centres. There's still one or two specific plants I'm looking for that I want. Um, and then I've got them need to be back here for 10 o'clock because somebody's coming to collect some flowers. So, um, and then who knows what the rest of the day is, you know, wall to wall blue sky again, it's going to get hot. It's, I mean, even hotter, I think, these next two days. So, uh, yeah, what a joy. <laughs> I know when it comes, it's going to be, oh, I don't like winter, but, um, you know, please, could we have something intermediate? That would be just perfect. <laughs> doesn't look like that's going to happen at the minute um and i've got you know the jobs are just piling up because i i can't i'm looking at things thinking yeah that needs you know things in pots that needs planting there that needs planting there. there i can't there's no point planting it at the minute it's too hot in that especially where i want to put it in the front beds it's too hot and too dry so um no point doing that at the minute I've got a lot of biannuals and um, some shrubs that I want to go into the shrubbery area. Uh, again, it's the ground is too hard. I can't even dig it, so there is no point doing that. And um, so I'm not even going to try. But so I'm trying to just, um, you know, wait, wait until the time I can do it. I've got plants that are coming on in the cold frame area that I really need to get in somewhere. But again. Um, I, I run out of time. I don't have the time because I, by the time I've done all the jobs in the morning, the sun's round, I can't get out there. Um, it's too hot. <laughs> so that I can't do that. It's uh, ridiculous, really. I don't know. I just think the more I talk about it, the more I think this is a ridiculous situation that this is, Dawn. Um, you really need to... The thing is, that what I need is some huge trees to give shade, but, of course, they take years to grow. So, um had I thought about it, you know, 12 years ago, would have had some massive trees by now, but uh, they also then would take the shade away from the plant, so it's a, it's a bit of catch-22, really. Um, yeah, so I've got those, that sort of thing. So I've got some lovely little, um, I've got some things to put on. Um, the salvia cuttings that I've been taking, they're just taking massively quickly. Um, I've just been plonking them. I've just been doing um, heel cuttings and I've just been plonking them in water on the kitchen windowsill and they're just like, there's a tangle of roots in there now, which I now need to sort out and put up. That's the second lot I've done and they just take amazingly well. Um, so yeah, salvia's all the way, I think, uh, for propagation, easy peasy. But um, I really ought to focus on a few other bits of propagation as well. But yeah, that's it that, for today. I'm just going to... Um, well, I've just got to wait for John to come back, nip off, do that, wait for customer to come and collect flowers, 
and then decide what the heck we're going to do for the rest of this sunny, hot day. And it's even, it's so hot indoors, warm, you can't even cool it down. You can't, you know, you open the windows, doesn't make any difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, never mind. First world problems and all that. It's uh, just gone half past ten um, in the evening and uh, I thought I'd just talk to you while I'm laying out here <laughs> watching uh, the meteor shower. I've seen a couple. They're amazing when they streak across the sky. Just for a, a second, they just streak across with a brilliant light. And then they're gone. And uh, I'm out here. I can hear something calling in our back paddocks. Uh, I'm not sure whether that's deer or a fox. Um, we had a fox uh, the other night. Um, but must have been about 11 o'clock. Maybe half past 11. Um, and it got a chicken that John had missed when he was putting them to bed. So I know we've got one coming sort of this time of night. But... I'm not sure what that is calling. It might be a fox. I can hear the car going past, but can you hear the other noise? Can you hear that? Stopped now. Oh, no, there it goes again. Don't know what that is. Um, the moon is again beautiful and orange tonight. Um, the sky is dark. And uh, the stars are just just starting to come out. Um, it's been very hot today. Oh, really ridiculous. I got really cross like earlier because I just can't do anything in it. It's just so hot. Um, but eventually we could come out and I did quite a lot of watering. And um, yeah, I just finished watering when it was dark. Because so, just things are just... I said to John, you only got to miss a day and they start collapsing. It's ridiculous. And I just I started to take photos of our trees because some of the trees, huge trees, are really struggling. The leaves are really starting to wilt now. And it's uh, we're kind of praying that we get some of this rain that's supposed to come on Monday. And I said to John, we'd go around and make sure all the water butts are connected fully up so that we catch every single thing we can. I just put all sorts of buckets out, get whatever I can. And uh, I hope we get something, because it's getting really dire. But yeah, at the minute I'm out here in the dark, laying on a reclining sunbed, watching out for meteors. Hello, it's... Uh eight o'clock Monday morning and I've already done three hours of work but um it's great because I feel as though I'm accomplishing something um, I just stepped out into the sun that's very warm already uh spent a lot of time last night watering and I just had a couple of bits to finish off this morning um get those done so they don't everything's sort of flagging through the day so um then i said to john right i'm gonna get up get up the back paddock with the mower 
and mow that back paddock because uh, it got it's got long but it's dead so i've cut it now um let the grass die off today uh when the rain comes hopefully fingers crossed uh we can recut it again and it, it'd be nice and um, short then we had to take one of the we um, planted some trees at the back there uh, a plum um i think it's a cooking apple and then we've got a, whole, uh, a sweet chestnut which doesn't seem to get very big but it's up there growing and um and we did plant two apple trees in um memory of john's mum and dad uh, the one for john's mum is still going nice and strong the one for john's dad um died so um, but we'd put um we'd rigged up some uh, pallets in a triangle form around them because otherwise the geese will chew the trunks and anything up rabbits <coughs> and all sorts of sorry had a coughing fit then because swallowed a fly or something uh, and all sorts of things like that so uh, yeah so we um but so we took down also the the, the triangle bit round the um the dead tree and cut that back and john's just finishing off down the side with a hand mower <coughs> a little bit and then he's going to get the strimmer up and just trim around the edges we've got a lot of hedge up there that probably wants um clipping back uh, so you can get right up to the edges and um and get a good clean mow on the on the paddock but there are some massive fissures in the ground up there and all of the fence posts have just got massive holes around them it's just it's it's insane um crazy i mean i've seen the ground dry up before but nothing like this um it is really very, very dry and creating massive uh, fissures in the ground, which are um, a bit scary, really. So what else does one do on the hottest day of the year? One of the hottest days of the year. Well, one makes jam, of course, especially if you're aiming for self-sufficiency um, <laughs> because the fruit won't wait. doesn't matter what the temperatures are. Um, the problem... Uh, obviously is it comes at a time when um the water we have a water crisis and an energy crisis both um are used quite a bit during jam making but uh you know needs must um so i picked plums the other night um do it in the evening when the wasps aren't quite so um angry <laughs> and uh i've just made um Oh, I used a kilo of plums to make, it's made four pounds of jam. Uh, so use a kilo of plums to a kilo of sugar. Jam sugar I always use. And uh, making jam is easy, Is so give it a go. Just It's just some very basic um, rules and thing, bits of equipment that you need. Obviously you need your fruit and um, the higher the water content in the fruit, the more uh sh fruit to the more sugar to fruit ratio or you need pectin um but the plums plums are easy i mean they're pretty they set they they get to a boil very quickly and they set it get to the temperature very quickly and it sets really nicely um so you need clean clean sterilized jam jars and this is where i'm saying about the energy usage comes in obviously you could if you were prepared the night before stand them in some miltons or something like that um, for however many hours that requires, you can uh, quickly whiz, uh, whi uh, wash the jam jars and put them into the microwave um, for a few seconds. Well, tw I don't know how, exactly how many it is, but 20 or 30 seconds. Um, depends on how many jam jars you're putting in there. 
uh, but you can't put the lids in because they're metal, obviously. You could boil them in water on a pan, in a pan on the sink, or you can put them in the oven. Um, you can put them in the oven. You can do it quite low in the oven, actually, to be fair, but I just um, was uh, in a bit of a hurry this morning, so I whacked my lip quite high. Um, did it like that. So you need sterile jam jars. You, you need a heavy-based pan. Um, most of the modern saucepans don't really cut it, so buy a specific jam pan uh, holds a better volume and when the um when the liquid is all bubbling up you know it's, you, there's no chance of it overspilling so i would always say get a dedicated jam pan or a, a an old-fashioned uh, heavy based saucepan i also use when i'm doing mine a ladle um and a uh, a metal funnel um all of which can be cleaned um you know, uh, to, to a sterile state. Um, and I use a wooden spoon to stir it. And I also use a plastic spatula to scrape down the sugar. Otherwise you get the sugar crystallising around the outside. Um, that's basically it. I, I tend to cut my fruit up as, um, you know, if you like chunky jam, then leave it chunky. The smaller you like it, the smaller you cut the fruit. It's that simple. If it's um, plums, a lot of the, um, you know, like strawberries, that, that will all mush down anyway. But, uh, yeah, so cut up all your stuff. Put it, I, this is how I do it. I put it in the pan with the sugar, mix it up, turn it on low until it starts to, um, you know, starts to, the sugar starts to, uh, um, what do you call it, melt? Whatever the sugar starts to dissolve, the sugar starts to dissolve, and then you'll find that the liquid starts to come out of the plums a little bit. So that's all on low for a little while, and then um, as soon as I can't feel sugar granules left in there anymore, I will turn it up um, to high to get it to a rapid boil. You then need a thermometer in there. Now I've got two different types. I've got the a meat thermometer, you know, like the. Um, Poke. Sorry, there's a chicken outside my door making the most horrendous noise. Go away. <laughs> um, yes, I use uh, both. I use because the jam thermometer I found over the time, the when you're washing it, the um, the numbers now disappear. So I've actually got. Uh, I actually bought a sharpie to make a red mark to on the jam mark because all the the writing has long since disappeared. But just to make sure I it I got it right, I I happen to have a, a meat thermometer as well, so I also dip that in as well. And then once it gets up to temperature, once it reaches that temperature, you turn it off, and then you um, uh, you will have had your um, jam jar sterilising. Um, I suppose the thing with the Milton's is that that's a cold sterilised, so you still need to heat them up because you don't want to be putting hot jam into a cold jar because that will crack a jar and it will break. Do you need hot jars? Um, and you put you you ladle this the hot jam into the hot jars, and then put the lid on. And then I just quickly make sure you got the lid on tight. I turn the jam jars upside down and back again, just to um, move everything back, get rid of the air pockets. Then you can just leave them like that, and you they you know you you could use them within a couple of months. I mean, I've got jars that are stored in in the thing that are probably absolutely fine that I haven't done this to, but you can then water bath them. So then you, I would use my jam pan again and I have a little um, trivet that I put in the bottom and put the jam jars in, cover them with water, bring it to a boil until you, uh, for however long you'd have to look that up, until you get a seal and then um, the, your lids won't pop anymore. But if you leave them on the side without doing that, um, very often you'll hear your jars just depress anyway, um, 
and uh, you know you could you if you only make a couple of jars you could keep them in the fridge for a long time even you know even opened jam in the fridge for a long time will keep um, a long time without any any problem really uh, the things you do have to look out for uh, which they will you know, tell you is things like botulism and things like that. So if it's got mould on it. I, need, I know plenty of older generation people who would just scrape the, the mould off the jam and keep eating it. However, if you look at the science behind mould, you'll understand that, that those little mould um, fingers, if you like, have gone all the way through down the jam. So it's, it's not just mould on the top. So... Uh, yeah, just be careful with that. But that's that's how I make my jam. It's quick, it's easy, it's simple. Gives you something nice and tasty to use in, I don't know, the bottom of a, a sponge pudding, in the middle of a cake, um, on the toast, you know, umpteen uses for jam. So, yeah, I made Victoria plum jam today. And it's still only half past ten. Ooh, go me. What's next? I forgot to mention the water element of it. Of course, um... So obviously you've got to wash the jam jars and everything to start with. But uh, washing up, you do get washing up, obviously. And um, But one of the tips I would say is always um, as soon as your jam is being jarred and you've got the lids on, always quickly get your any utensils and your jam pan uh, filled with water. So fill, I fill the pan with a bit of water um, to cover where, where the jam has been uh, boiling and I put all the utensils in there in cold water so the sooner you can get that in water the easier it'll be just to wash it all off because um if you leave it until it's set on there it's uh it's not good uh it takes a lot longer so yeah that so the water element obviously you've got washing up afterwards um but uh yeah so I was thinking actually you could offset your your um electric or your your fuel your energy costs by just eating jam sandwiches instead of putting the oven on but um a couple of times maybe maybe that would offset it I don't know but um homemade jam well worth it I mean literally you've got plums and sugar in there that's it there's no there's nothing else in there I a lot um some people do put a knob of um butter in the jam while it's uh, just as it comes off the boil uh, to melt in there which will get rid of the it's like scum it's not scum it's not dirty scum it's just what happens to the jam but um i don't mind that and i know i do know jam makers who will set that aside for themselves and put that on their bread <laughs> you know have it on a bit of bread um it's just the it's just the bubbles from from making the thing and it just looks like a bit of scum but it's not actually scum because obviously you've washed your fruit in the beginning i didn't say that but do wash your fruit first if it's uh if you don't know where it's come from and even if you do if i mean mine's been growing on the trees out here it's hot and it's dusty i gave it a wash first um so yeah uh, that's the water element of it as well i've also been busy um picking the cooking apples this morning off the tree um i did pick a load the other day which was still in the kitchen i still i did some of them but i still got to do the rest um i've got that many cooking apples this year that i've just put them in baskets um i've got some some old some baskets that something like pond baskets big ones um that somebody gave me so i've just literally filled up a few baskets and put the thing out free please help yourself because i've got that many that i cannot possibly use 
that many apples. Um, I don't want to be stood there using that many apples. We don't need to be eating that many cooking apples. Um, but obviously, they you can you know you can use them in chutneys and um, things like that as well. But um, I've got plenty of eating apples as well ready. I'm watching them like a hawk to see when they'll be ready. But uh, they'll be ready soon, along with the pears, hopefully. It's one o'clock, um, Monday lunchtime. Um, I've just had some lunch, so I'm just sitting here. Um, and sadly, I've been watching the live rain radar all morning um, as the rain uh, sweeps across from the west to make it to us, hopefully. Um, so far, nothing yet. I say rain. Um, people in Bristol have reported it's a drizzle. It's hardly anything, and... You can collect more water in the bucket in the shower than you could from the rain that's come. So um, I honestly don't think we're going to get an awful lot. Certainly nothing like we need. We're going to need days of rain to make up for what's uh, lacking so far. And all the while, I think, you know, when I'm out and about, I was filling up the horse's water this morning, looking around the fields, thinking, it's dire. This is dire. I have never seen it so bad. Um, and I think if you, you know, if you um, live a, in a house on an estate with a normal nine to five job, probably, you know, apart from the fact that your garden is needs water a lot, it probably doesn't affect you, or so you think. But when you've got um, land and you've got livestock and you've got, you know, plants that you're uh, growing either to eat or to sell or whatever, it does, it, you know, it affects you massively. Um, but it does affect you, even if you are that person who lives, you know, um, in the first scenario, because those fields, um, you know, that you drive past and you see, they, you know, the corn and the wheat and the barley, um, because of the lack of rain we've had this year, uh, the yield is down. So that's another cost of living that will potentially go up um, due to the lack of rain. So, you know, you might think, what I'm saying is you might think things like that don't have an impact, but they do further down the line, they will. Um, so, it, it, you know, it, things like I said before, um, fruit trees, uh, all of that, it's all going to um, have a knock-on effect on the prices that you end up paying. Uh, <laughs> as if we need any more um, disasters ahead of us. It just seems to be one after the other. Some man-made, some nature-made. Just, it, just, uh, it just is not a good um, year or, or couple of years that, you know, humankind has had. Um, and this, you know, this drought is widespread. It's across regions of Europe and everything else. And you know places like africa and that they've always had to um they've always suffered with it and uh ours is not life-threatening like theirs can be but um it's still a massive impact uh it still has a massive impact on people and it has a massive impact on the people whose livelihoods are affected by it as well um financially and emotionally even as well because invest a lot of emotion and time and effort into everything and um 
just to see it all crumbling and uh, crispy is um it's hard it's hard to to look at really but you can't change it that's the thing as i keep saying can't change it so you just have to bounce back and um try and be resilient and think right what what will work what can we do what can we do um otherwise we'll just give up and that's not an option so yeah um so this morning i have been i did some cut some um flowers i've also harvested uh, loads of cucumbers and loads of tomatoes and courgettes um and that's how i just had lunch i just had a, a duck egg omelette with courgettes and um tomatoes which is really nice um and then i thought well as it's and it's quite overcast well i wouldn't say i mean initially it was cooler this morning but it's very humid now it's overcast and humid so i wouldn't say i mean it is cooler but it's this still feels very warm especially when you're working in it and i thought well it's a good day if it's overcast i'll get in the polytunnel and you know weed all that and give it a clearing out and everything <laughs> and the minute i went in there the sun came out i'm like are you kidding me and it's now gone in but you can bet your bottom dollar if i try and go back in there it'll come out again so uh, it looks like I'm still going to be watering at some point today because um, I watched the radar and it looks like the rain, although it's sweeping across, it, it looks like as it's coming upwards, it's going to break up. And so um, I have a feeling it's going to miss us entirely. <laughs> so we shall see. Either that or we'll just get a few spit spots. Um, nothing major. Uh, and it is dire. It's chronic, really. There you go. Not a lot can do about that, so while it's overcast, I'm going to get on with some more work. Good morning, it's Tuesday, half past eight, um, and I've been busy, busy all last, all like yesterday afternoon and all yesterday evening, absolutely shattered. Um, up this morning and busy again so yesterday afternoon um, it stayed overcast so I carried on outside and I decided now was a good time to start changing those turning those veg beds around because the side that I want first wanted to do with all the everything's gone over and I've uh, pulled it I pulled out all the well I dug out all the strawberry plants that were in there as well and I've just put them in a bucket to soak at the minute and I will relocate those um they were the only things really that were left in there and um yeah so I started turning it around and I, we use those little um pallet collars so they're like a one meter by 1200 and I wanted to just change the orientation of them so that I can get two rows down and I can walk in between because at the minute I can't they're 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 um 1200 lengthways next to each other if you see what I mean if that make any sense so you've got one uh 1200 and then next to that going forward you've got another one 1200 so there's no space for me to get in between which um Obviously, it makes it that a uh, two, two, four bed, two, four long bed. Um, and they're all next to each other. So I, I just leave like a little footway in between, but that's just not enough. So um, I can't get to the what is in the middle, right in the middle of the two beds, butted up together. I just never can get to. So um, I want to change them. At the minute, they run in a sort of almost a north-south 
orientation and I've changed them to east-west so that I can, they've got a run down and uh, I can, it'll basically give me more space in the middle to make a pathway to get between the two so that I can get to every side of everything and pick everything. It will also mean that when we get all the water butts set up properly, um, I can run lines of um, water in, uh, soak a hose or tea tape or whatever I decide to put in. Because at the minute, as they run across ways, um, many of them, that's it's very difficult to do because uh, there's a gap in between. Whereas this way, there's no gap in between. It's just one long run of beds down. So that's the plan. That was the plan. Um, so I started on the first one. I, d I dug out all the soil, uh, pulled out the, the box, which uh, I discovered was all rotten at the bottom. But luckily, we've got some spares. So I went and got that, put that down. And uh, tried to get it level. The sun kept coming out, so I was diving backwards and forwards because by this time it's sort of like half past two. So when the sun comes out, it's quite warm. Um, and I just, you know, don't matter how many times I tried to get it level, I couldn't get it level. I was sweating like like an idiot because it was still very humid. Um, and in the end, I just thought, oh, you know, to heck with this. I just can't be bothered. And I know. Um, that when John was going to come home, he would just say, well, I'll do it, that's fine. Which is exactly what he did, um, to be fair. But I just wanted to have a go and, you know, try and get it done myself. But I just actually couldn't because of diving in and out and overheating. And uh, it was just a nightmare. Just, um, so, yeah, so I felt pretty sorry for myself. So I can't even manage that. It was, <laughs> which was really annoying but anyway John came home and we did it together and we didn't just get one done we got one two three four five done through the evening so um and I managed to get two of them planted up so that's brilliant they're, so they're, they're now the beds that border the lawn the, the extra bit of lawn that we made so they will be decorative rather than vegetables and then the vegetables will go in the next row along so they will be decorative permanent peri uh, peri uh, perennial plants for cutting but it will also make a nice decorative, de decorative edge. I can't speak this morning. Decorative edge for the lawn as well. So um, that would be nice, hopefully. Um, it did actually, as I said, I've been watching the live rain radar. And bang on, I think it was something like five past nine, we had some rain for about five minutes while we were tidying up. John says, it's raining. I said, yes, and I don't care. I'll carry on working out in it because it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, but that was it. I thought, And I looked on the radars, no more, you know, coming. So not that evening, anyway, all overnight. So uh, I thought, oh, brilliant. So anyway, went to bed exhausted, tired. Um, and uh, got up this morning early because they keep saying we're going to get heavy rain. Um, and I thought, well, I got two... Uh, two bouquets and two jam jars to cut for for Wednesday and Thursday and um, one of them is very tall and I don't want to lose my tall um, flowers and foliage to heavy rain so I thought well if I cut them this morning um, they should be that should say you know I should get them they won't get bashed basically so that's what I did, and I've got one. I've got uh, a bouquet and two jam jars to do tomorrow, and then that one is for Thursday. But if I cut it now, um, I won't lose the blooms if we get any heavy rain. So that's what I did. I went out and um, 
did all that. It took me a, an hour or so to do that. Uh, let the ducks out. And um, it's, well, even while I was out there, it started spitting with rain. And it's still spitting with rain. So now it's been spitting with rain for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe. Um, it's not masses, but, um, it, it, you know, you can see it. And, you know, you can feel it. So it's it'll be doing something. And I said to John, I mean, that little burst we had last night, and it wasn't heavy rain, it was just a burst of rain. And I said, that will do more good to the plants in that five minutes of rain that we had than the weeks of watering that I've been doing. Um, that's how potent rainfall is, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's what the plants need. Uh, yes, they will survive on mains water, but that, you know, actually rain just opens up all the all the uh, compounds in the in the soil and releases all the nutrients and the chemicals and stuff like that that's all going on in the soil and uh, and then the the plants respond to that uh, massively more so than they do um mains water so that's why rain is always a great thing um i think stored rainwater obviously doesn't have the same effect but it's still better than the mains water so um it's the actual rain hitting the ground that just uh, you know it's so soaking in that just then starts off this reaction that is uh that is petrichor that you can smell after a long period of dry weather um yeah so hopefully i haven't looked at the radar today so but hopefully they do say we're going to get some more rain potentially oxfordshire not going to get much so we might not get these heavy bursts but then you never know we might who knows but i am very glad to see some rain even if it's minor <laughs> at the minute it's it's better than nothing and uh, because the size of our roof here that will be all dribbling down into the tanks so i mean it's not going to fill the tanks at the minute the way it's going but it will it's surprising how much the tanks will collect even when it's just a little bit of rain like this off the massive roof that we've got so yeah that's where we're at this morning um it's uh it's raining a little bit, but it's been raining a little bit for a while. So um, if that carries on, if that carried on all day, that you know that's a that's a lot really. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's good. So I've done that. I've uh, come in. I've dived in. I just think, oh, it's got you know. I come in. I think, oh, still got. It's like last night. Uh, we finished out there at nine o'clock. Sat down. And then I went into the bedroom. I was like, oh, still got all the, uh, the washing to put away. <laughs> <laughs> or oh I've got washing to put you know, it just never ends. This is like never ending roundabout jobs. Anyway, that's all beside the point. That's life for everybody. So uh yeah, I've done all that and this morning I'm gonna go nip out uh mid morning with Charlotte for a cup of coffee. Um she's still we're still waiting for she's still waiting for her first child and we're still waiting for our sixth grandchild. She's now five days overdue. Um, so <laughs> hopefully any day now will be good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to pop out with her for a cup of coffee, um, potentially before she becomes a full-time mummy. Oh, and it's very much cooler too. Um, it's now half past nine and it's still raining. Um, and it's much cooler and it's, um, but it's still warm enough for me to wear a short sleeve T-shirt, which is a big thing for me because normally I wouldn't be. Um, and I, I was just thinking I can see why 
um, I also often wonder when you see it on the on the the, the a TV or film or whatever um, in India and that why people are still walking around in the rain. Well, I get it now. When you've waited a long time for the rain to come, and I know they have a long rainy season anyway, so they have a lot of choice. Um, but as an English person, a British person, um, it, you know, we don't walk around in the rain unless we have to because it's usually cold, freezing rain. This rain, I would not hesitate to walk around in. Absolutely fine. <laughs> and I get it. I do get it now. Um, the other thing that I mused over um, while I was quickly having a shower is that, and I thought this yesterday, is it's much easier to warm yourself up than it is to cool yourself down. Um, so it's, it's easier to put on layers of clothing to keep warm in the winter than it is to cool yourself down when the temperature is as hot inside the house as it is outside, when it's you know banging up around 35 celsius um which is you know not something we're used to and i've said before we don't have aircon so um yes uh, um though i complain about winter i will look at it with a completely different uh, outlook um after this summer i think It's 7.30 Wednesday morning and yesterday it rained, it rained, it rained, oh it rained, it rained some significant rain <laughs> and um, everyone across the country who uh, is growing anything whether it's for um, their own, you know, whether it's food or whether it's flowers, or whether it's, you know, their garden, whether it's for selling, whether it's for personal use, um, everybody was out doing a happy dance in the rain because uh, it rained, finally. Um, literally, we've had a two-month period without rain here. Uh, and I'm trying to work it out. It was, it was, uh, we came back off holiday on the 9th of June. I think we had rain the day after, and that was the last time we had any rain. Um, and it's now, what, the 17th of August. So it's a long, long time. Um, and ordinarily, that probably wouldn't be a problem. But because of the high temperatures we've had and the wall-to-wall -wall blue sky and sunshine, it's been hard going and uh, it, everything is parched. Absolutely. So yesterday broke the deadlock, <laughs> finally. Um, and it was amazing. It was, oh, it was wonderful. It was cool. The temperature was cool and it was raining. <laughs> never been so glad to see the rain which coming from a country that's always moaning about the rain um seems uh insane but that's the way it is <laughs> um i just thought oh my plants and trees and uh, flower everything's gonna be so happy to get the rain and um you know, it looks a lot. And and we had, I think we got more rain due, which is, no, John, it never stopped raining now. Um, everything's perked up. The trees, they just look livelier. Um, it was really flagging. And uh, they're just looking a whole lot livelier this morning. Um, the grass is looking, I mean, it's not it's not green yet, but it, it you know, the, the rain that we had as well, I can still see it on the ground. I can still see the remnants, or I still see the wet patches on the ground. So it's it's soaked into the ground. Um, luckily, we didn't have the heavy downpours here that uh, tend to run off. 
we just had steady good rain um which was fabulous you know it's 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 uh started to fill back up our water butts i mean not massive they were not full yet we didn't have that much rain but um it just means so much easier and last night for the first time in that period i have not had to water um and I haven't had to think, oh, I should be out watering. Uh, and it free- freed up my evening. And this morning, it's freed up my morning. I don't have to think, oh, my goodness, I need to go and make sure everything's still alive and try and keep it alive and everything else. It's just um, it's just a, oh, just a very, very welcome release um, from the never-ending um, work of... Uh, just watering, watering, watering. And I know everybody else, you know, even, you know, I say even, but people with gardens that I know, they're the same, like, oh my goodness, this is such hard work keeping everything alive. So, yeah, it rained. It rained. Hallelujah. It rained. Um, yesterday, luckily, I uh, thought in in light of the fact that we might get some heavy bursts of rain, I did cut flowers in the morning so that... Um, it didn't ruin my tall blooms and things. Uh, had a quick look around the garden. Everything su- survived nicely, wonderfully, the rain. And um, I had no doubt it was loving it. And even last night, I um, stuck my head out the door. Well, I had to go and uh, retrieve a parcel that had been um, apparently delivered, so uh, out the front. Um, and, at, you know, at sort of like nine o'clock, I could still hear birds singing. I think the birds are just like... Oh, this is amazing. Everything, everything is going to be like, this is amazing. Because we were, you know, heading for dire straits here if it carried on. But, um, and who knows, you know, I don't know what the rain forecast is for the next few weeks. I haven't looked. But um, we are sort of heading towards autumn. So no doubt we will get rain again. But um, for now, this is just, it's just, it's just broken the back of what was a bit of a slog, to be fair, for everyone and everything. Um, It rained, it rained. I'm so delighted it rained. Good morning. It's uh, almost 7.30 on uh, Thursday, the 18th of August. Um, the, The day after the day after it rained. And I still, I haven't done any watering. It's like, it's released me entirely from watering, apart from the polytunnels, obviously. Um, so that is a a great thing, which means I can get on and do lots of other things. And I can think about other things. My mind is freed up too. So um, yesterday morning, uh, I got all the usual jobs done, got the eggs out, etc, etc. And then I got out all the dried flowers because I really need to start making the dried flowers for Samantha's wedding because that's only a couple of weeks away now. Um, I made up her bouquet. Um, I was absolutely delighted by her reaction when she saw it. Um, she's not a, sounds not a very overly um, reactive person, <laughs> if you know what I mean. She's very controlled and everything and um, to, her face just cracked into a big smile and um, so I knew that I'd got it right, which was uh, absolutely brilliant. Felt brilliant. Um, and then, so then I, uh, I've been um, collecting dried dried flowers the whole time. But I've tended to go around and rather than cut a whole bunch of something, I kept, you know, I cut a bit of this and a bit of that. And so all my bunches <coughs> were hung up, and they're all mixed. 
and I really needed to get them sorted out so that I can see um, exactly what I've got because um, to go on to the next phase. Uh, so that's what I uh, had started doing. And then um, Shelley and the kids came and then uh, Sam and the kids came. Uh, I knew they were coming, so I'd cleared it all away by this point. Otherwise, they'd be dead chopped up stuff all over the floor um, and then Charlotte came popped in for also for a, a quick moment and um then when Charlotte went we took the kids for a walk up the downs because there's a cracking apple tree up there um though when we got up there the apple's not that great this year obviously so uh, that was a bit of a disappointment and the blackberry is not quite ready but after this rain they should swell a little bit they've been a bit dry looking so but they're starting to perk up now which is great great for us great for the birds great for the you know the wildlife that eats the blackberries so that's good um and then when i got back i had to pop off and uh deliver some flowers to the to the home that i do every week and i'd also made up two ja uh, jam jar flowers which i donated to them for their they had a charity cake bake sale and uh raffle going on um the day that I delivered so I said I'd said to the lady in charge oh would you like me to donate some jam jar flowers for the raffle and she said that would be lovely so that's what I did um came home John had to then shoot off to a local uh, doctor's surgery and change some taps and I said well I'm, I'm gonna uh, get these other flowers now sorted so all the flowers for the tables um and uh a couple of oh, about three weeks ago, I think my sister-in-law tagged me in on a great, uh, you know, on a on a for sale site, um, and somebody had eight cream jugs for sale, all matching cream jugs um, for sale, at very reasonable cost, thirty quid they were, they was like very reasonable, and so we went off and got those um, back then, and that's they will be going on the tables <clears throat> with um, a bunch of dried flowers in each of them. So then that's what I wanted to do yesterday, get those in order. Now, the, the other thing is that this is... Um, Samantha's not... The, I wouldn't put her down the eco line, but she's very uh, waste-conscious. Um, so she said, you know, so we've got... There are eight tables uh, with eight jugs, but three of those jugs, three of those tables will each have a bridesmaid sat at the table and so their the bouquet that they carry will then go into onto into the jug on the table after the ceremony see so, it's, so there's not a lot of there's no extra flowers being made up that is not necessary so they will all go into the jugs which is fabulous really and um so yesterday i spent um from three o'clock uh right through to nine o'clock Sort doing those now. I, I I think probably they actually doing up the flowers took me up till um, seven o'clock to do all of those. So three, four, five, six, seven, about four hours. Um, that's mostly because a lot of the flowers were tangled and everything. And then from seven o'clock till nine o'clock, I spent sorting out the remainder of the flowers that I got left and putting them in the bunches. Um, that they, you know, so like I've got a bunch of now, I've got a bunch of dried delphiniums, a bunch of dried sunflowers, so that I can see exactly what I've got um, because uh, uh, it was just a mismatch before. And I, and I said to John, and then I was tidying up, and um, it was a, he a heck of a mess. I said, I really do need a separate workshop for this malarkey. Um, 
and I uh, started putting them away and I took the flowers that I'd made up into the into the office and I said oh I knew I had some more delphinium somewhere because I was hanging up delphinium thinking oh, I thought I had more than that and I I'm going to need more than that for the big arrangements and um oh, I'll have to do something about that <laughs> and then I went in the office and there they were in there and I was like I knew I had some more somewhere else but that's all good so I've got two big um flower arrangements to make dried flower arrangements to make now um that's all I've got left to do and they will go either side of the stairway and then in front of the top table they'll move to go into front so again uh, using the same flowers in two different places because that you know that's a, that's a saving and um obviously they're you know they're dried flowers and so you know somebody can take them home by well, take them home anyway but take them home and they'll last a good long time and look lovely for for ages but yeah I'm really I'm enjoying doing the the dried flower side of it and I you know I even said to the girls I, I wouldn't even mind doing wedding flowers if somebody wanted them dried you know as long as it was a simple wedding flower so not, not a great big elaborate arch or something like that but who knows maybe one day um so that's what I spent up to nine o'clock last night doing uh, some for three till nine so um I, my back was actually killing me when I finished I stood there all that time um I did listen to a, a live um, workshop while I uh, about herbs while I was on that, and all the different types of herbs, some of which I'd never even thought about growing to include in bouquets, and um, definitely will from here on in. Um, so I will look up those, and uh, well, I think he's going to put a list out on the group, so that's good. I will I'll see what they're all like, and you know, probably grow a lot more herbs next year to go in these bouquets. Um, I've got a big bouquet to do up today, a big, tall, lofty, airy one, and that will be delivered tonight. Uh, this is kind of a trial one for a, a customer who's buying for a client who's apparently quite fussy, so we'll see. Might go somewhere, might not. I'm not really too worried. Um, the other exciting news I woke up to this morning is that uh, our youngest daughter, Charlotte, has gone into labour. She's gone into hospital. Um, no baby as yet, but uh, yeah, that's very exciting. Um, and uh, I'm afraid I'll have to wait till next week's instalment to find out what happened then. But uh, thank you for listening this week. It's a, it's a, Today's a dry um but damp it's been damp ever since the rain i said to john it feels damp ever since the rain um dry but very uh, thick overcast today so uh, a great day for me to get on outside and do something i won't do dried flowers today i'll give that a bit of a rest and i'll go back to that another time but it looks like i'm gonna get uh, i can get some really good stuff done out here today so that's what i'm going to be aiming to do and um, yeah as i said thanks for listening and i will catch up with you again next week and have a good one